You're tuned to listener-sponsored non-commercial Pacifica Radio, WBAI New York. The views in the upcoming program are not necessarily the views of management or other producers at this free speech radio station. This is WBAI New York.
Have a nice life, America. Kofifi on them hoes. President out. Let him know, Frank. Tell him one time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another momentous occasion here on Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Absolutely nothing. You already know who it is. It's the Trinidadi, the Panamanian poppy, the rude boy, top gunner, suck, Panya Mada, West Indian Jesus, Giovanni Anglin. How's it going, people? What's going on, folks? Fashionista, a.k.a., you know, openly black, because that's what we're doing right now. You know, Young, gifted, black. and black. <laughs> It's a going live from Queens, Gio's in Brooklyn. What's going on? Black Seinfeld, baby. First things first. So we always do this on Zoom, and now Bastion has this different background. Bastion, why are you in the woods right now, this very foggy, dark woods? Is this an apropos to something that we can see in the future? Are you that so ravening us right now? Well, I always thought we we're walking in the dark forest because we don't know what's coming on the other end now this is a large forest and we don't know who we might meet on our way to the to the end mm. but the problem is there's no end this is like a forever forest so as long as we're still alive kicking in um podcasting radio show hosting we're always going to talk about something at the end of this uh journey that is very true and it's interesting yeah. that you bring up podcasting because of course we are here at 99.5 fm wbai new york but we are also available for podcasting as well so please if you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy listening to us in the train, in your car, wherever you may be, please download it on Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher Radio. Um, now, officially, we are officially now on Pandora. We're also on Amazon at Audible, Audible Amazon. I, I think it's the same thing. Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, it's the same thing. Once you Google us, I think our link comes up in the first page through Amazon. Yes. yes. That's a random episode every time. So start start from there. Yeah. Mix it up. Shuffle mode. Is yeah, shuffle mode in... still a thing for iPods? Are for... iPods yeah. still a thing? Yeah, of course. Of course. They have to do shuffle, you know, okay. just in case you are uh, a delinquent and you want to listen to a new album on shuffle. Just they give you the option for that. Mm, that is true. <laughs> But if this is your first time listening to Black Seinfeld, Thank this you. show about absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Thank you yeah. if this is your first time listening. Uh, for the record, um, I already had the idea to play Frank Sinatra's My Way because I felt like it was just an appropriate way for the Trump regime to end. But see, the, the reason why I did it was to be ironic and funny, but he beat me to the punch because when he was doing his final farewell address over at the uh, Andrews base, the base Andrews, when his plane was actually taking off, they were actually playing my way in the tarmac. They were blasting it. See, when I do it, it's funny. When he does it, I question like how serious he is. You know what I mean? He's, he's, it seems very narcissistic, but it it feels very appropriate it's an appropriate way for him to go out because you know that song usually is played for for funerals of loved ones um and this is a funeral because the presidency that was kofifi that was maga is now dead and it's dead in the waters after all the little tricks that he tried to pull 
after all these after all the false allegations of this being a rigged election after all the the court hearings he tried he so tried but at the end we are now in a new regime the 46th president of the united states is now officially joe biden we have the first ever first ever woman vice president first ever black woman vice president first ever south asian woman vice president in u.s history in kamala harris despite all the politics and all that stuff it's it's just it's it's history in the making we're not going to get into her politics although you know you know how we stand here on black sample we don't rock with her like that but anyways you know it's it's still historic you feel me yeah it's it's historic i've watched the whole thing i woke up exactly about maybe 10 minutes before it started because i now live on the west coast i go to sleep at 3 a.m now that's the way we're living so it was it was strange because i'm just like waking up into it and seeing how one it was organized really well but two there weren't any people that they're showing there's no look at the crowd right that that was the biggest thing they omitted like look at the crowd look how many people have arrived to see this monumental event it was none of that well two reasons one because of covid and two it was due to the insurrection that happened two weeks ago and the fbi's um statement saying that there's supposed to be this nationwide protest of of the inauguration which by the way i'd like to ask um where was the nationwide protest for this did you see anything no and so you saying wondered. maga is pussy cats <laughs> that's what you're saying uh, well i always wondered the, in order to organize and you're not able to use platforms such as Parler and Facebook, because once they see that it can't be public, it has to be private, but you need it to be public in order to gain more people to come by. Uh, how, how are they going to organize? How are they going to get together? It's not like how Black Lives Matter protesters, what they did um, yesterday, uh, they're, they're able to get everything done, done and rolling. So wasn't that Monday? Was it Monday? Monday, or Monday, Monday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, over there in Brooklyn, uh, right next to uh, the Nets play. Uh, Barclays, Barclays Center. Barclays Center. So a lot, a lot of people, like 14 people got arrested. Yeah, I, I was aware. But, uh, but, but yeah, it I was. Woke uh, up. I woke up. I'm sorry. I woke up at like 8 30, 9 o'clock. And I think it was 9 o'clock because it was that time where. Trump already left the office. Like, he already left the White House. I didn't know this. Like, he left earlier than expected yeah he had to dip they had to kick him out because i think they said they needed to clean up immediately so they're ready to you know wipe down the sandy the chlor you know the, get everything try done. to get all of that uh mcdonald's grease <laughs> mcdonald's grease uh they had to throw out all the coke uh, the coke diet cans mm. as it's laying around and once the, I think once he left, that was when everything started rolling. You could tell, especially when you watch like CNN, uh, MSNBC, everybody was a bit, a, l a little joy in their voice. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit sigh of relief. Like, yeah, this is really over because Bastion, I remember when it was 2016 and I remember going to sleep on election day and God bless the dead. Donnell calls me the next morning and it was like five in the morning and he's on his way to work. He was like, yo, bro, he won. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, bro, he won. I'm like, 
Wait, stop playing, bro. Donald Trump didn't win. He's like, yo, bro, why would I call you at five in the morning? You don't even have work today. Why would I call you to talk to you about this right now? And I'm like, yo, you dead ass, bro. He really won. He's like, bro, yes, that's what I've been saying this whole time. Turned on the news and lo and behold, Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States. And you know, this is how I knew this was a reality. This is how I know uh, you, you were able to, to see like this was a reality the impact on how the people felt so i remember going to the train and i remember just hopping on the j everyone looked so sad like everyone on the train or everyone that day it just looked like someone's mom just died like it looked like someone really important passed away almost like michael jackson level almost like prince level like someone huge died and that's how i knew i was like holy crap this is a reality. And, you know, fast forward now. Well, fast forward even to November 7th, 2020, which is one of the best days ever. Because one, it was my birthday. But then two, Joe Biden uh, officially was on his way to becoming the next president. You saw the you saw a change in the mood. Of course, it was a 72 degree day. Everyone was outside celebrating. Everyone was blasting YG's FDT, which I have now formally retired that ringtone because he's gone you know so it i i definitely see it feels like this big weight has been lifted off of the shoulders of of americans such as you and i bastion and to make this sweeter he's not tweeting like he is off so everything seems for the time being at least very normal and it's and it's taking me a bit of of some time to get used to this normalcy again because what we've experienced for these past couple years was everything opposite of that it was a high it was a high that we felt like we would never see come down and then when it came down it felt like this big crash you know yeah it's startling I could say around your birthday when every, when the high was shifting, oh. but I felt like it was getting higher. But now it dropped. You know, now now it's just gone. Yeah, to an extent. To an it's extent. Gone to an extent. But uh, we're no longer living in that cloudy days where we're just walking around talking about it constantly. Like you know what he did just now, because we had a thing, and this is something I was thinking about all day when we first started here at WBAI. It was like three years ago, right? It was in 2017. So, yeah, about three years ago because we started officially September 13th. So it's still three years ago. Yeah. And we were pretty young. We were definitely young. I think we were 23. Yeah. Around that age. Yeah, 23. So, so it's something that my dad was telling me about when you're getting into politics, especially talking on the radio. When we start in the beginning, he was like, have fun with it. Right. It was still have, fun because in 2017, fun, talk, you don't have to talk about politics all the time. Talk about, you know, TV shows and everything. Yeah. But gradually, as the years progress, we get older, we get more into politics. And we're just in such a weird era where it's like the Trump politics are just everywhere. Right. So I, I feel like it kind of paralleled to our growth as people. And also as our the, the politics was a little bit more open for us to kind of. Yeah. take in and report to the people if there's one thing i would like to thank the trump presidency for is exposing how overt he was with a lot of his policies and how overt he was in just 
expressing his hate and it made it a lot easier for us to get into politics right yeah because the thing is with politicians sometimes they're they're very articulate and they know how to word things and in a way in which we may not understand fully what's going on but speak with, a different language it's like right, coded exactly Unless you, you got to read an article about what they said exactly. and they got to translate it to you it's like it's like signing a contract and then becoming new edition and being completely broke but with yeah. Donald Trump we were a, everyone was was able to digest what he is saying and what he was going to do so that's what i want to thank him for because now because now I feel like we, we're able to grow into our own. And now we're really starting to understand how this political stuff works. And it, honestly, if it wasn't for him, I feel like, you know, black people finally understood the power of voting, as corny as that sounds. Right. Even with Obama, like Obama was historic, but like everyone understood like this was. And I know I'm, I'm making this again. This was the end game right here. Like everyone just cast aside all of their differences like socialism neoliberals all that other stuff within the uh, the left the left party we all just cast that stuff aside and we just did what was for the greater good and we got them up out of here even some republicans too like mitt romney and jeb bush and all of them you feel me like they we all understood like you know what we are not going to do this anymore. We can't do this anymore for another four years. So let's just cast everything aside. Let's just do this. And I want to tip my hat off to, again, those those battle states, man. I want to thank y'all because y'all really got me into, like, understanding Election Day and all that. So shout out to Georgia, Arizona, um, Michigan, Philly. Oh, Philly. Uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I think because of everything that was going on, uh, news analysts will take the extra measures to explain in pure in real detail on how the process works. And uh, I think I've been watching the election cycle since 2008. So I've seen everything from beginning to end, beginning to end, beginning to end. And it could be that we're just smarter now. We're definitely smarter now. <laughs> Much I mean, smarter now. 2017, it was still a game to us because that was when, like, I'm not going to I'm, I'm gonna post be. Post-college. Yeah, that I'm, was our post-college era. Yeah, but I'm going to be completely honest. You remember when uh, Jesse Lent had Trump watch still, and that was like our first time actually on radio. And that was May like- thirty first. Yeah, yeah, and that was like birthday. the week, it was like a week after he like, he came out with Kofifi. Like to me, the whole Trump thing was still a game. Cause like, he was just still, he was still funny, right? I didn't really understand the damage he was doing yet. Like, I know he's talking about building walls and all that stuff, but he really didn't do it yet. He was just still, he was still talking like, if he was still campaigning and he was not the president. Yeah, I agree. Like, remember, like, how I said, yo, I want him to come out with, like, Kofifi hats, Kofifi cups, all that stuff. Yeah. Whitehouse.gov, buy the merch. Right, exactly. Whitehouseshop.gov. Mm. Yeah. Right. So it was still that to me, right? And then as, I, damn it, I guess it's, it's because we got older and we're starting to understand, like, this affects us now oh, we're yeah. starting to see we starting to see how this stuff actually affects us we're like damn all right i guess it's time to pay attention but also i think it's it's because i, I work here now at bai so like i'm stuck in this room and i have to listen to what some of them are saying you know i just can't i just can't um 
be here and just have it one ear coming one ear and out the other. So I actually like listen to some of it. And so I'm like, okay, I agree with that. Or eh, I don't agree with that. Or y'all are just acting wild. But you know, I, I think it's that you too, you know, being here for, for about three years, it actually like benefited me in understanding like politics and stuff. Yeah. I always wondered how it would have been us like at 26 during like maybe the Al Gore era versus Bush. And just to see the the thing that happened in Florida, and they it's like they just let it happen, right? Mm. And they didn't. I think Al, Al Gore was like, I was like, I'm done, and Bush became president. Because right. nowadays, when this happened, it's just like the people just went at it. So that's something I was actually thinking. It's like, damn, I wonder if maybe if it was the same energy back then of how uh, I guess us is the like the left side would have responded. But um, but George Bush wasn't talking about building a wall and no, but he did rapists. a lot of worse things. Oh, I know he did, but see, we got to talk he's about way George, worse. We got to talk about George Bush because the George Bush rebrand has been crazy, right? It's been excellent. It's been excellent because when I saw George Bush, I was like, oh hey, it's George Bush looking at oh, the paintings Obama. are getting much better he's out chilling. here. Like an art class, like an right. NYU student, right? He's chilling, like he's buddy buddy with Barack and man Bill, like he's buddy buddy with Barack and Michelle and Bill. And and Hillary, See, and then, I think he's probably a, like a cool dude, but <laughs> right. But then you remember, yo, you've done some pretty effed up stuff. Like the you worst. put us in a goddamn recession. Like I forgot, I legit forgot about it because Obama somewhat fixed it, right? He fixed it in those eight, in those um, in those eight years. So and then freaking Trump comes along and like overt, he's overtly just worse, right? He's like he's like an, an embarrassment to the nation right yeah. we look like idiots in front of everyone else in the world right so when freaking george bush comes out i'm like yo george what's up bro like how are Long you man time no Long... see. yeah dude how you been man you look great remember, remember when you say idiotic things but you weren't leaking the plan right <laughs> and, like and this I've... man he leaks the plan he in the first three sentences leaked the <laughs> plan dude he leaked the plan bro i forgot george bush like he dodged a, a freaking shoe thrown at him do you remember that yeah of course oh i, man. I think it's a statue of that man if i'm not mistaken <laughs> Um, I think he had like three years in prison, if I recall. But oh, yeah, really? yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did some jail time. Oh, uh, his commissary though must have been lit. Oh yeah, he must. Yeah, he must came out with a. Oh, with a dude, pennant. dude, <laughs> like he won the pennant. Snickers for days, homie. Toiletries, all that, man. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's just it's very funny just looking at the parallels. Yeah, the rebrand was crazy because like everyone was talking about this on the news outlets. It's like. Uh, the presidents, the former presidents, they're in this like club, this like this super exclusive club because there are many uh, live presidents still. There's o there's only Jimmy Carter, there's George Bill. Bush Jr., Bill, Barack, and then Is the senior still alive. No, senior's gone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, passed yeah. away like last year, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're in this yeah, like yeah. exclusive club or whatever, but like since trump didn't want to acknowledge biden at all like he didn't acknowledge him all he did was like write some punk ass letter and that was it yeah i heard uh it yeah. was very touching touching letter that biden said um but he wasn't going to share it it's like yeah he probably hired some nbc staff that he knew so you'll write me a quick letter to make it seem like we're on good regards so when they you know give me the penalty 
Biden will be there to pardon him. And, Calling it, and and that wasn't happened. I think we, I think we said this maybe last year, last year, or late last year, that if everything like goes the way it does, um, and Trump, I don't know, they try him, go to prison, they, they, he's gonna get pardoned before he even walks in through the door. Mm. So that's that's it's it's funny. That that's all I can say. This is a true season finale. This is like the end. Now we're actually beginning. It's like okay, now let's. Let's yeah, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Because we were just talking about the rebranding of George Bush, mm-hmm. but I don't think there will ever be a rebrand of Trump. It's no, impossible. It's too traumatic. Everyone has have, had that stain, right? Because he was a brand before, like an international huge conglomerate. Yeah. Put your name, you know who he is, brand. And here's then the he, thing, Bash. Yeah, then he kind of transferred to a political brand, but he right. can't transfer out to a nice guy brand. Right, because here's the thing. Before the whole political stuff, like, you know, X out all of the um, the dealings with buildings and all that stuff, and even exit out the uh, the Central Park Five, right? That dude was still, like, out here. He was still loved. Like, he was still being used for, like, rap songs Trump was in clubs with rappers. Like everyone always had like a, a Trump bar in their rhymes. Uh The Apprentice was a huge show. Yeah, the he's the he's the actual the man, the rich white man that right. people always thought about. Right. He he had a he had a freaking comedy central roast. I don't know if you remember that, but he I was saw roasted. it. It was really good. It was really good at the time, right? Yeah, and, he's, a, he's a true entertainer. He right, was just super rich. Right. That's it. He was in Home rich. Alone too. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was in. The, I think he was in Little Rascals too as well. I forgot. But he was the true entertainer. You know, right. it's like, hey, you know, you ruined your whole life after this. This everything is gone. You should have just entertained. But he did. He entertained he America for four did. years. He entertained CNN and the newscasters. Yeah, and and now. After all of this bashing, it feel I feel like uh, the Avengers after defeating Thanos. It's like, all right, he's gone. Like he's he's go- he's gone for good. What do we do now? <laughs> it's a high, like I said. Once once we no longer get the source, we kind of start crashing. Yeah. Well, like, th- <laughs> are we still gonna Are we still gonna have great material after this? That's what yeah. I'm worried about. Yeah, I think we'll. It's either we become more left and just really badger. Joe Biden and his liberals and they're trying to govern from the middle perspective. Or we just go That's... back to talking about trivial things like cheese or something. I don't know. No, I th- I think we'll probably spend less time on those topics, yeah. on the political topics, but I think we'll we'll give like a much harsher uh, reflection yeah. nowadays. Because or... we, like I said, it's parallel. We're getting older. We're only going to get to that direction anyways. Right. Or maybe we're going to go more uh, local stuff because this year uh, we're trying to get a new mayor. We're looking for a new mayor now. de Blasio is on his way out, thank God. And, oh, yeah. And there's so, some, yeah, some whenever they prospects. start rolling, we might just try to uh, organize it and let people know, like, who's who. Well, who do I we mean, mess with? Well, I mean... Who, who, do you know who's going on? I haven't really jumped in to start searching yet. I'm still uh, focusing on this class. I'm about to finish at the end of the month. But uh, yeah, month is almost over, me. man. Well, I know, yeah, I know. Uh, BAI favorite uh, borough president, uh, Brooklyn borough president Eric Adams is uh, is running. Um, of course, you already know the return of the Yang Gang. 
Andrew Yang, baby. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to be honest with you, Bastion. He's looking like a real... Dork. Dork online. <laughs> like, he's so... Uh, oh, it's just so gross. Like, how New York he's trying to be. But, like... Well, yeah, because the thing about Andrew Yang, he's always, in my opinion, I thought he has a very good sense of humor. He does, but he, I feel like he's trying too freaking hard. Yeah, um, he's he's all in for the memes. He gets it. He, he knows gets the memes. Yeah, you know, he gets the BoJack. He he gets all of that, but he shouldn't. He shouldn't Stop get playing into, into it. it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you're running for politics. Ah. It's it's good yet you get it. You know, you could connect with the youth. You're cool. cool like that, Andrew Yang. But like, just but don't... you don't gotta bring it up. We yeah. know you know, but you don't gotta just say stop. anything. Right. That's just why. Stop. That's why Obama was cool because he it was like, every now and then he'd be like Jay Z, drop a bar that is like he he's he's seen everything. Yeah, Kanye is like, a jackass. Oh, okay, he's cool. You know, it's like oh, okay, he's aware. Right. Kanye is a jackass. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know, Obama's still a terrible person, but he's cool. Exactly. You know, he got the cool trench coat jacket today. He, he was looking drip. fresh. You saw Michelle. Michelle was immaculate. Like Michelle you know, she was. Got, she got the drip. She got the golden belt. She was shining out the car. Ten out of ten. Amazing. I'm talking best drip of the year so far. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> hair laid. Oh, that hair. Oh, I envy so, that they, hair. They comp- They got the. They got the the, the podcast check coming through. Don't remind me, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, it's not even called Becoming Michelle Obama. That's that's the book, right? Yeah. Right. What's what's the freaking podcast called? Just Michelle Obama? I think so. Something like that. See, I that's Barry, that's all. Barry was in the first episode. I, I didn't listen to it. I don't have a Spotify, mm. nor would I ever download Spotify. I tried to use it the other day to uh, because we have the Black Cypher website that we're still preparing. And I was trying to get an embed because I think we're just going to use Spotify for everything. And it's just the UI is so bad. I couldn't get anything done for maybe an hour until I kind of like clear the cache. But just remember, people, we are available on Spotify as well. Right, Bastion? Yeah, we are. Yeah, definitely. Spotify is awesome, man. There you go. Great. The UI is immaculate. Green (laughs) color texture with the very dark, not that dark black. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, let's talk about pardons. Oh man, the 143 pardon. people. 143 people have been pardoned by former, former, former President Donald Trump. See how that just comes out so so smooth. Yeah, former Mr. President, Mr. 45. Oh. So apparently, Donald Trump pardoned 74 people and commuted the sentences of 70 others. What does it mean to commute something? So it's sentence. like they already did the crime and they already did the time, mm. but I think it's to lower whatever crime they did to something a little bit lower. So like you know, a lower but... sentence or or was no or not was a it... sentence, just whatever it was. They'll just put it. It's like on record to show it something even lower. So that's like... what I've uh, found. It, I think it's just equivalent to wiping it clean. So like from felony to like misdemeanor type something. Yeah, yeah. First but degree they, to they... second degree or third. Yeah, degree? but they're not in jail or they're already out. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. understood. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So they're not in jail. They're already out. Uh, it's just kind of to wipe everything. And the others, and the other uh, number 74, those were the ones that they got out of prison. Mm. So like, some yeah. of the interesting uh, candidates who were, or I should say, I don't know what, prisoners? 
Some of the prisoners that, that were uh, pardoned. Uh, Kodak Black. Yeah, Bill K. Capri. I actually have the excerpt from the website that oh. no longer exists. So I was able to I had to go to, to the archive.org. See how quick they are? Yeah, the minute, they have to. They wrote this uh, very long, you know, 140 paragraphs, a little uh, paragraph per person that they pardoned. Mm-hmm. And it was on the main a White House website. I read. I you know, read most of them the and night you sent before. Sent it to me too. Yeah. And by 12 p.m. today, on the 20th, when I went to go back to prepare for the show, it was no longer there. Everything was deleted. I don't know how quick that IT team is, but they wiped the whole server off. And when you got to the front page, everything was Biden. These guys were ready. So all right, <laughs> they tried to act like this doesn't exist. I, I guess the best way they did it is like they organized everything. All they had to do was just switch it. Mm. That's it. But they, the, the links aren't there, which just means they, they have like a crazy team. See, this is how I know government officials uh, create terrible websites for people to try to do unemployment. But like the great website of Washington, of uh, the White House.gov is like a really, really good website. Oh, of course. So, it's for the White House. Of course. No, they know they don't care about people. Dude. Anyways, I have the excerpt right here. I'm going to read most of it because I think it's so good. Can, can you also <laughs> read the one of uh, Dwayne Michael Carter as well? Um, I have to double Dwayne Michael Carter. I have to look for that one. I don't think I say that one. He's all the way at the end. He's all the way at the bottom. I'll double check while, while, while we're talking. Okay. Um, but uh, Bill, Bill K. Capri, Capri, a.k.a. Kodak Black, a.k.a. Young Kodak. President Trump granted a... Uh, communication for Bill Capri, more commonly known as Kodak Black. Kodak Black is a prominent artist and community leader. <laughs> he is a leader. He's a leader. Supposedly, this is numerous religious... Supposedly, this commission is supported by religious leaders, including Pastor Daryl Scott. Uh, additional supporters, including Bernie Couric, Gucci Mane, Little Pump, Lil Yachty, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens, and Jack Bury, for, formerly of the National Football League, and numerous notable leaders. Kodak Black was sentenced to 46 months in prison for making false statements on federal document. He has uh, served a couple, half his time. Yeah. And I think they said, at the end, it said, most recently, while incarcerated, Kodak donated $50,000 to David uh, Portner's Barstool Fund, which funds which provides funds to small business affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Kodak Black only request was that his donation go toward restaurants in his hometown. They're really trying to make Aww, it look clean. You're trying like, to make Kodak on. Black a freaking saint. Watch when he comes out and he comes out with his latest rap album. He'd be like, yo, I'm going to do the same again. I didn't learn because that's what he did in his last project. He said, I ain't learned from it. I'm going to keep doing it again. I really hope he pulls the ASAP Rocky. Where when he remember when ASAP got arrested and came back and they just didn't talk to Trump at all. Oh, dude. No, no text, no tweet. Didn't recognize that Trump helped them at all. Like, same thing with the Lamelo Ball. Remember that when he got caught stealing up in China and then Trump got him back. The balls were like, yeah, uh, still have Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they didn't say anything. They oh, did. yeah, because LeVar Ball was on TV and said he didn't do anything. Yeah. They're already going to let him go. Yeah. He came here and took all the credit. He didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's Lil Wayne's real name? Uh, Dwayne Michael Carter. Dwayne, I got to search for that. 
but um but uh, yeah. yeah man are you excited for the new kodak black album to drop do you think he's gonna he's gonna big up trump on his album is he you think he's gonna go MAGA on us one time your fellow haitians men i think he's going to say a bar about it but i don't think he's gonna be it's gonna be like a happy bar mm. that's why i think i think it's it's gonna be a bar all right dwayne michael carter Jr., President Trump granted a full pardon to Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., known as Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. Mr. Carter pled guilty to to possession of a firearm and uh, ammunition by again. a convicted felon. Again. Owing, <laughs> owing to a conviction over 10 years. Again. Brent Barish of Sovereign Brands, who supports a pardon for Mr. Carter, describes him as trustworthy, kind-hearted, and generous. Mr. Carter has exhibited this generosity through commitment to a variety of charities, including donations to research hospitals and hosts for food banks. Deion Sanders, who wrote also, wait, Deion Sanders, who also wrote in support of pardon of this pardon, calls Mr. Wayne a provider for his family, a friend to many, a man of faith, natural giver to the less fortune, a waymaker, and a game changer. Lord have mercy, another coon. That that was actually a really good one. I think I'll take the argument for Little Wayne better than Kodai Black. <laughs> because we love Lil despite it all, we love Lil Wayne. We love his catalog. We love his mixtapes. We love the Carter two and three. We love Lil Wayne. He's still one of the goats. I think that's one of the reasons why we accept it. Yeah. And also he's like he's I don't know if he knew if he was gonna get caught or something. I feel like this is He's not. I don't know if he's that smart of a guy. He but everything was planned dude. out perfectly, where he got in trouble and he he got the he got the help. This is the biggest help card I ever seen. If you want someone to call for help, that's the help card, right? So, so present pardon you. Do you think this was all the strategy the whole time? This was all a plan from the get go to be buddies with Donald Trump. So just in case if Lil Wayne got into trouble, because we know Lil Wayne's past. His buddy Donald Trump would get him out. I think he, I guess if he expected him to win, uh, maybe mm. I guess the plan was for the future. But I guess he got in trouble faster than he thought. If we were to write a movie, got it. That's the way I'll write it. Right? It's like, oh man, I'm doing a lot of stuff. But if I go Republican now and he wins, you know, maybe two years if he got just in case, you're gonna, you're gonna get heavy. Now you just write me a pardon. Um, when he got caught maybe a month later, and like less than a month later, because it was like maybe fall, I think, uh, yeah, November or so. And then, you know, I got the call like, yo, man, I know you're trying to get Joe Exotic free, but uh, more important. Yeah, everyone was really looking forward to, to see Joe Exotic go home, but hey, that didn't happen. Apparently, there's like a limo waiting for Joe Exotic too from the Joe Exotic team. Really? Yeah, they what? they got a limo and all that ready for him. The content, man, dude. This guy is king content. Too bad, like we didn't know him while he was like out here. Like, you no, know, he's yeah. in jail for a reason. Yeah, but like, you know, yeah. he couldn't mess with his own brand and stole ideas. Like, don't steal people's ideas. Oh, dude, man, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping Joe Exotic would be free because just imagine like the rollout for Joe Exotic, his new album. Oh. Dude, I would listen to it in a heartbeat. Probably his Apparently new he YouTube. didn't sing it. Oh, yeah, he didn't sing it. He paid some company to do it for him. Ashley Simpson on a whole nother level, dude. See, that's what I mean. He's content. Yeah. He, 
He's what the streets need. Oh, man. The, and then the freaking beef would, would resume. Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic. It's gonna, yeah. It's it's the new 50 Cent no, no, Ja no, Rule of this decade. I, I think this is, you know, we wrote a movie. This is how I write it. You know, we free, he partying. He partying hard in Miami. Then. With his husband. With his husband. Then he go on start a YouTube channel or Twitch or something and said, hey, I apologize to Karen Baskin. Da, da, da. I'm from open forgiveness, and that's it. That's nah, the end I don't of the think, arc. I don't think that would ever happen. No, no, because he'll be a new changed man. He would, he would like it's one of those like not messing up a second chance. He would still do like the crazy content that nonsense he was doing before, but without the tigers, you know, he would do something else. There's there, there'll be opportunity for him in the world of entertainment. Oh, that's 100%. why I say he's content king. Oh, 100%. He would just like, he'll probably have like the right, maybe a couple good people that said, don't do that. Mm. Don't do, I know you want to do that, but don't do that because we're gonna get a big check from this, mm. and that's it. That's that's what I think. Another person who I think got pardoned actually was. Are you familiar with who Harry O is? No, I'm not. Okay, so Harry O, notoriously one of the biggest drug dealers to come out of California, out of L.A., right? And he actually helped co-fund and co-found with Suge Knight and Dr. Dre in the beginning, Death Row Records. That's who Harry O is. He actually also like because he was a, like a really wealthy man. Uh, he he was a fan of like the theater and stuff, and he was actually the first person who helped book a freshly young actor by the name of Denzel Washington. Really? Yeah. So Harry O was a prominent figure back in Cali, back in the early nineties, those those eighties, early nineties, and then got booked. He was caught in the mix of both lives. Yeah, pretty much. You know, he was, to to be, he was trying to be. He was trying to be. He was trying to be ghost. The other. He was trying to be ghost. Okay, one funded the other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So he founded a uh, Death Row Records with Suge Knight with Dr. Dre, and you know he had to go to prison. Um, his manager, his lawyer at the time, actually switched over with Suge. Got Harry O to sign some papers, double-crossed him, and then, you know, Suge basically took the company from him. So, now he's free. Why? But, okay. who? Uh, what's his name? So I can look up the... Harry O. Harry O. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna tr- That's going to be your homework. See. I'm going to try to see uh, what they said about him. But who else got free that you know? Because I know, I think the... Other rappers or... Mayor of Detroit... Oh, I don't know. I know Steve Bannon. I know Steve Bannon got part in again. Harry O. I don't know his real name, but his name is Harry O. Harry O. Yeah, I I, I got it over here. Harry, like Uh, Harry Potter. Nope, I don't got it here. Oh damn! Damn, was that a lie then? No, it's probably there. You just oh, gotta okay. give me his real name. Oh, I'll be I don't able know to find name. it off the website. You know, what's just crazy? letting people know. The only way to find it is you have to go on webarchive.org. Oh, I don't even want to know his real name. His name is Harry O. It's one yeah. of those names that I don't want to know his real name. His name is Harry. O. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's like Suge Knight. Like his real name is Marion, but like you're Suge Knight. I don't care. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, let's get into the first song. Yeah, man. What week. you got? Um, I think this song is very fitting. And also, it kind of gives us a little energy for the night. You're still trying to flow. You got more things to talk about. This is Flying Lotus and George Clinton in the song Burning Down the House. Mm. Great choice. 
so hard bash that was burning down the house flying lotus yeah man and the he's legend really good at George mixing Clinton. with like the live instruments and he's also really good with you know taking the old taking the new giving it a new little spin for us the youths the people you know i agree i agree man it's two years ago or was it last year was it early last year that we saw flying lotus i think it was in the springtime springtime so like yeah. what March? March, April maybe? Nah, I no, think it was, it was definitely summer. not April. I think it, it was in the summer. Like it was maybe like a, uh, uh, August. Twenty nineteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. That was a normal time. I don't remember those times. I don't remember going out. Now I you don't remember, remember life. No, no. Well, my life was mostly either work, sometimes hanging out, or staying at home on my computer. Mm. Now. It's just staying at home with my computer. Right. See, I think right. the difference when it comes to, you know, introverts, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this, right, as an introvert, because uh, I always say this all the time. Uh, I like to be extroverted, but I'm also very introverted. Like, I, I basically have to meditate the time that I'm going to take to be outside, right? So in the beginning, I liked staying inside, but, you know... I stayed inside because, you know, I wanted to stay inside rather than I'm staying inside because I have to stay inside. I don't know how you feel about that as an introvert, staying inside because you have to rather than just wanting to. Well, if you believe in this theories of the 16 personalities, I probably am like an ENTP, INTP. So from, oh, yeah, I remember, well, I remember of the concept for ENTP, they gained energy off of talking, which I do. The more I talk, the more energy I have, and then you know, the adrenaline, then this need to move my body and talk and go outside and just entertain. Uh, that's like the extrovert. But if I'm not talking, 
you know, I could spend the entire day not talking. I can't be outside. I have to be indoors. Right. So, you know, if nothing is giving me that energy, that's why work was very helpful in terms of I had to constantly talk to customers every day on the mm-hmm. phone or in, in their face. Like, that was my energy. If I'm not talking to anybody, like, the job sucks. I'm just right. tired. But uh, that that's kind of my balance of, like, my extrovertness yeah. is if I'm operating at an active level, especially talking, or my introvertness when I'm doing nothing, when I'm not saying anything, but I'm focusing on the task. See, I feel the exact opposite way. I feel like it's because, you know, we do this, and especially because we actually worked also in service, we had to talk, right? So we were basically just talking for a living. I'm talking for a living, you know? So after I'm done with this, I don't want to talk to anyone. Like, I don't like it when people call. I'm more of a texter. Don't don't call me because if you call me, it's, there's going to be a lot of awkward silence. And it's it's definitely going to be on my behalf. It's going to be on my part. And I'm not trying to be rude or anything. It's just, I just want to be silent because I'm tired of hearing myself talk all the dam- all the damn time. And I just want to relax, relax my mouth, pause, and just yeah, just no, chill. No pause for that. Like I'm still cho- I'm boy. still pausing. <laughs> Bastion said no, <laughs> but I, I feel you. I feel you. Um, you like luckily for us, after we do the show, we just gotta go straight to sleep. Then we upload in the morning. No, no, no. Oh, no, later no. in the day. You go straight to sleep because oh, I drink this yerba mate first off. And and the fact that oh dude I don't think I've been telling you this I haven't been I haven't been getting enough sleep I've been up like all night I literally will go to sleep at like probably three or four and wake up at eight o'clock I go to sleep at three and wake up at uh, I would say like eleven Nah no I'm still although I'm a night owl I'm very much still uh, an early morning person so I really don't get enough sleep either way I'll just be stuck awake. And and honestly, what I do is like I write, or as you see, like I'll I'll fix up the website, you know, I'll just adds a little updates or whatever. Or yeah, what, what like I, I get you on archive duty. Yeah, exactly. Or you know what I've been doing is I've been doing a lot of research and I've been writing a lot of my uh, thoughts for the upcoming Black Seinfeld backstage episode, which is some which is what I'm going to be recording later on today, technically, because it's Thursday. So I've oh been, yeah, I've been working on that a lot. Oh yeah, I was speaking of backstage. The first backstage episode is, is out, and it's uh, called WW84, which is the Wonder Woman 1984 review. Exactly. I did it with my good friend Shadman. Shout out to Shadman, man! I listened to the episode. And well, what's what's your th- thoughts? Well, I just want to preface uh, backstage by saying, if you don't know what backstage is, backstage is. This side little thing that we do here on Black Seinfeld where it's X-rated. You get to say whatever you want uh, for how long ever you want. There's no there's no restrictions. It's just you, your friend, and the microphone. And you get to talk about whatever. And we're doing something a bit different this year. Although we're going to be, you know, having some backstages together. What you don't understand is, well, I think this is a healthy relationship thing here where... You know, Bastion and I, we have a lot of similarities. We have a lot of things that we agree with, but also we have a lot of things that we do not agree with. And, you know, we have separate interests outside of, you know, what we do. For example, Bastion likes DC movies. 
he or or I should say he likes to watch DC movies. I for one have morals and I have sworn off of DC movies. So when he said, "Hey Geo, let's watch Wonder Woman 1984." I said, "Hell no. Why don't you watch 1984 Wonder Woman and you drop an episode?" And he said, "You know what? I'm going to do that." And that's what he did. And I spent so much time on the first review. I went to the movie theater to see it. It's like, right. I got to do the second one. Right. That's why. And so <laughs> he dropped the, the first episode earlier on this week with Chad. And in listening to it, I felt like, one, I told you so because I've been hearing it was horrible. And two, is this the day? Because I feel like y'all were a bit still, y'all weren't trashing the movie like I felt you should have. Okay. And my question to you now is, is this the movie that will swear you off from not DC movies, but DCEU movies? Because I saw the Joker and Joker isn't DCEU. You feel me? I understand your question. And the yes. best way to answer it, it kind of depends on two more movies. <laughs> I know. What are the ridiculous. two? Um, I'm a huge fan of the Flash in the comics and I love the, the, Flashpoint. the, the verse. So I'm trying to see what they're going to do for the Flash movie. Um, and pretty much the big deal with the HBO Max coming out in March is going to be the Snyder Cut of Justice League. And I never saw Justice League, the movie. And right. I, I was of, shocked that you didn't when I heard I, that well, episode. I think I never had time to go to the movie theater around that time. And two, my little brother saw it. And I said, just tell me the entire movie. Spoil it for me. And I think I, I listened to three reviews. So I basically got the movie and I saw a lot of uh, certain scenes on YouTube. Mm. But I'm going to eventually watch it. Then I'm going to watch the four-hour Snyder Cut, which is going to be crazy. I'm going to sit straight through because that's what I do now. You guys get a real hard-on for the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut this, Snyder Cut that, Snyder Cut of the of Batman I'm, v I'm not Superman. a Snyder fan. That's the problem. You know, I, I personally don't care. It's of the public that allows me to think it could be interesting mm. because he left the project. Um, but, yeah, I, we explain. We go into depth. Within yeah. the first 20 minutes, we break it down. So definitely check it out. It's called Wonder Woman 84 Review. It's backstage, but you can also, it's on the Black Seinfeld uh, tagline. Yeah, yeah I don't exactly. Think I think we should separate it, but um, so it's like, released twice. So like, <laughs> uh, so two podcasts, one being Black Seinfeld and the other backstage? Or yeah. or because like, I think Podomatic has this new thing now where you can like break up the, the podcast into series. So like one yeah, backstage nah, series. Just leaving pot. Okay. Oh, but you pay. You pay for it. Though. Yeah, That's I pay bad. for. I, I do the money for a lot of this stuff, man. Soloing. Yeah, <laughs> and I think now it's going to balance because of the website. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's but um, balance. yeah. So this backstage episode, I feel like it's it's very important to me because one, although like I give you a little taste of who I am as a person, I feel like I don't really talk much about myself. And on purpose, really. I, I don't know. I just feel like there's still this big guard up. And I think to get to the next level, you feel me, Bash? I feel like I got to let that guard out. And I want people to understand the real Giovanni. Who is Giovanni? And because, one, you had this overwhelming curiosity. And two, because I had people call in when I'm actually not even doing the show. Like, I would just be engineering other shows. And they'd be like, hey, Gio, can you talk about this? Because you... Because you mentioned it slightly, and I want to learn more about it. I was just like, you know what? Fine. I'm just going to dedicate one episode, get it all out there. Then if you have any questions and stuff, y'all can just, I don't know, email me or something. So I'm, I'm excited for that one. 
Gotcha. You know, it's funny. This yeah. came up because uh, I really hate t-shirts mm. because it's really easy to make nowadays. Especially I don't know if the gilded. quality is good. I'll, anyways, <laughs> I sent you this shirt and it said, like, uh, my my VP is Blasian. And I never Why? once thought about it. It's like, oh, my God, this Giovanni's Blasian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I've never thought. Like, I see you as a Korean black man every time I see you. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, Giovanni's blazing this right. entire time. <laughs> I am, but it's it's um, it's interesting I, that you say like because <laughs> you look at me as just as a black man because you know that's how I identify as you know I I I have the black experience. I live the the nigga experience basically because you know I feel like we've all experienced being harassed by the police as as black people. Remember, black people are not a monolith. Be- you know, just because you know I may not look intimidating doesn't mean. You know, I still don't get messed with by the cops because I do. And definitely it was a lot more prevalent. It wasn't as prevalent when I was younger, but I was still getting stopped due to stop and frisk. But now that I got this beard, bro, like it's getting up. It's a getting up there again. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It is. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was hilarious. Like, yeah. oh, my God, you was so blazing. Yeah. I don't see him. I put it on his Instagram tag. Right. Because I, I don't I don't I don't fully identify blazing as Jesus. That. Yeah, I don't do that because one, although, you know, it is what I am, like the way America is set up, you know, it's either white or black. It's never shades of gray. Yeah. You feel me? So it's it's always, you know, the uh the one the one eighth rule or whatever. What what is it called? The one the one drop one drop. Yeah, the one the one drop rule. So, you know, I'm black. I love being black. And you know what what happened this past Monday? MLK Day. One of the best days ever, and it starts to irk me now because I'll be super honest with you. Here's, I don't even think this is a hot take, but this is just my take. White people are whitewashing MLK's legacy, okay? Y'all are whitewashing the hell out of Dr. Martin Luther King, and I will tell you why. Because it'll be the same companies like the NFL. It'll be the same politicians, Right. It'll be those Republicans talking about how great Martin Luther King was and how much of a dream dreamer he was and all that stuff. Right. But the MLK I remember is when he went from the dreamer to the realist and he realized. Right. Bastion, he realized that once he integrated. Us into this society. He felt like it, we were integrated into a burning building. And then he start, really started to understand that, yo, you know, racism is a thing, right? But what's really a thing is like this economic inequality between, Classism. you know, exactly. And once he started talking all about that stuff, that's when I feel like they were like, okay, we got to get rid of him. Movement. We got, yeah. yeah, that's that's when they, I felt like, yeah, they got to get rid of him. He was anti-war. He was like just remember he was anti-capitalist when he died like he was like enemy number one it was a struggle to even get mlk day to be a federal holiday shout out to you mr stevie wonder so now all of a sudden like all people's just see him as see him as is just the guy with the dream that's it and i, I believe what you say because as someone's grown up and that was before i've been Took the opportunity to go and do my own research, right? Uh, reading my own books, you know, watching different different cuts of 
uh, documentaries that didn't go to like these, like you know, like Netflix. But, yeah, you, know, you can find everything on Amazon. Exactly. So you get, you can find the good stuff there. Right. right. We grew up from our friend Martin. That that animation cartoon. We grew up from that. We're not seeing those things no yeah, more. I grew up from that. Oh yeah, <laughs> me and me and Mike did because you didn't see it. I'm shocked you haven't seen it. I went to white. I went to public. I went to private schools. I went right. to school in the Kew Gardens, man. Right, so, man. You're right. I'm black sorry. to white ratio was dismal, bro. Dismal. But continue. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I agree. My perspective on him was so vastly different until I could say maybe 21 when I started to like. Re- find you know different articles written about like hey this is not you no know, he's more than i'm just a dream if anything that speech kind of rendered his whole entire uh philosophy yeah mlk is a real one like i didn't know he was cheating i didn't know yeah man he was getting it but and i and also had drip <laughs> he had drip but also i respected it too because like my man's was the face of the civil rights movement so i'm like you know what i get it i'm not saying it was right but yo, oh, no, no, I get I, it. I get and, it. Yeah, another thing is like, I think what was it? The, the FBI had all this. The CIA, right? I thought it was FBI. The FBI, FBI has all these recordings on him. It's like, yeah. yo, stop everything, or we leak it. I said leak it. I'm, like, that was the, in Selma. The, I remember that. That was in the, Selma. You heard MLK I was never, moaning with the. <laughs> you didn't see the movie. No, nah, I never watched. Um, I never watched any of these black movies. I was like, they forced high school students to watch together. <laughs> oh, dude, those were the worst, man. Those were, I remember when um that movie with Taraji came out. I think it was called like Hidden Figures or something. Yeah, my little brother was forced to watch that. Um, he went to York High School. Yeah, and, you know, we saw him once in a while. Yeah, that's right. They they took him to the Jamaica Multiplex to watch that movie. <laughs> and, I, and I never saw it. And here I am online is saying everything about that movie is total nonsense. Uh, yeah you didn't even watch it it's the white hero complex bro i can't Good i'm point. afraid of watching a white hero complex movie yeah you're right because that's what happened with freaking green street that was with mahershala ali i don't know if you remember that that was the um that was the one where he was escorted by the italian dude yeah yeah, yeah. The, the white hero it's... yeah that was nasty too i think jesus Mary did a good take on that i saw it too and i was just like this is gross like this it's one, a, it's won. such a great concept, just thrown out the window. Yeah, but oh, going back to MLK, yeah, I think yeah, going it's, back to it's more important. I think we got to go back. Uh, we like the education system got to start from scratch. Like, yeah, you cannot say that I am a dream speech unless it's an English class dissecting the speech. Right, because I but feel you can't like... do it in history class because that renders everything out the window. Yeah, because I feel like MLK has to me has better speeches than the I have a dream speech. It's like, put it like this, right? Jay-Z has Empire State of Mind, right? That's his most popular song. Or Heart, Heart Not Life. But he has better cuts than those tracks. And I feel like the same way with MLK. He has better cuts than I have a dream. Because when MLK in like his last year of life, in like 67, when he was really talking that equality for like the poor... When he wanted to merge the poor, the poor whites and the poor blacks together, that was that was like real top tier prime MLK right there. And that's when I knew right then and there when I started seeing all of that stuff that he was saying and how a lot of this stuff that he was talking about applies still to this day. That's when I knew it was like, oh, yeah, the government is totally t- going to take him out. They're taking him out because he. No one man should have all that power according to him, according to them. You feel me? Yeah. 
definitely understand. Um, this kind of parallel into it. It's interesting. It was talking about like the working party, and nowadays Bernie Sanders is in the forefront of this. But they want to raise the federal uh, minimum wage to yeah. fifteen dollars. Yeah. As of right now, it's been seven twenty-five since two thousand nine, if I recall. Federally, yeah, because yeah, certain Federally. states, because certain states have a fifteen-dollar uh, minimum wage. Like here in New York, we we got fifteen. It's not just. I don't think the state is fifteen. It's not the state. I think New York City is fifteen. Oh, well, yeah, I could be wrong. If I remember my my job, my base pay was higher when I was working in Manhattan. Mm. But when I moved to when I was working in Long Island and I got the promotion, I didn't get the same as the people in Manhattan. Mm. You know, I should have like pushed for that because I live in the city and I pay city taxes, so I should get paid city money. Um, but I, it's things I didn't know. Now I know. Now now I'd be like, if I got a no job on Island, it's like now nah, you gotta pay me like I'm from Queens, bro. But uh, and I found this very interesting image. It's because of the arguments that people are having for not having the fifteen dollars, which is making me like upset first and foremost. Because I remember when it was seven twenty five back in two thousand nine, dude. And and someone put this image pretty interestingly. It's like if the rent in two thousand nine was six hundred and ninety dollars and the minimum wage was seven twenty five. Now today it's still seven twenty five, but now that rent is now twelve fifty five. It's literally almost doubled, right? So people are saying like, if you raise the minimum wage, the price is going up. Well, the prices has been going up for a very long time. Especially That's why here. we need to raise the minimum wage. Exactly. If anything, they should raise it to twenty three dollars. Yeah, some something that's livable, bro. Livable wage, because. Like, how do you expect just people to live, especially now, too, right? Because COVID update, it's getting worse. We're at 400,000 deaths here in America alone, right? And and still we have people out of work, still people that can't pay their rent. The, the, stimmy, the stimmy was only 600, bro. We didn't... And some of us didn't even get the second stimmy. I still didn't get the second stimmy, people, okay? We still want that two Gs, Biden. That's the first thing. We want them two Gs, B. Or, so do you, do you you want the the new check the new stimulus check to be two G's right? I I feel like, or the fourteen hundred plus the six hundred. <laughs> you know what, Bastion? I feel like until we can vi one viably like have things return to a to some sort of a normality, and two, um, because the rollout for the vaccine has been god awful. The vaccine rollout has been god awful. I feel like. There should be a consistent pay to the American people. Tax until, Jeff Bezos. Until jobs get back in. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you mean. Uh, raise the tax higher for the people that made all this extra money during the pandemic due to the shock doctrine. Exactly. And you know, just you know, instead get that of, money and disperse it back to the people. Exactly. You know, Bastion, instead of instead of the IRS coming after you and you having to pay more taxes than a lot of these rich people, like, you know, Jeff Bezos, who doesn't pay anything, or the former president in Donald Trump, you know, paying only $750, you know, I don't feel like you should be paying more. I feel like, you know, they got the money, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like if you, if you take some more of that money, you know, and just take that allocated to the people, you know, to the, to the, to the people who don't have that much, think we should we, everything is good because you know why you know why rich people you can wipe your ass with that money like you can make that back in five minutes legit especially you jeff bezos you're the richest man in the world bruh like you make 13 million in like a minute 
okay? In a minute. I feel yeah. like you should get taxed, bro. Like, I always wondered how the taxing thing will work because it's more like you got to tax it only if they liquidate a certain value, right? Mm -hmm. Because they don't liquidate. Uh, they do liquid, but I don't know how much. I think the last time we know what Jeff Bezos liquidating because it was like out in the news, like oh he took out like one point six billion, I think one point eight, and he got out like maybe one point one after taxes. Mm -hmm. But that's like what they tax him on, especially at the end of the year. But you know, if you make money through the stock, it's just like 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 me, like I I made some good amount during the year, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to get taxed on it, nor do I have to get paid tax on it because I never took it out. Same. So it's like, all right, you know. I've been reading, you know. I'm doing the same. I've been checking it out. Doing the same, you know. I'm I'm learning about about how this stock works. I'm trying to I'm trying to get in. You know what I'm saying? I'm you know I may not like capitalism here, people. You know I'll be yeah. the first one to say it, but you know, I'm trying, trying to, to play eat. the game. I'm trying to play the game, B. I'm I'm trying to eat out here, B. That's what we're talking about. Like living wages, in my opinion, isn't just like paying all the bills and having food on the table. It's just like living life in a little bit leisure. Comfortably, yeah. Like Comfortably not too. having like, to worry. I think taking worry. a vacation once a year is like, I think should be the bare minimum. Yeah, not having to worry, bro. Because like, trust me, man. I, I, I used to live with my moms and she used to worry about like bills and stuff. And it's not pretty. Unexpected bills. You know, pay people 13 months yeah. a, a year. 13 months a year. Yeah, what, bro. Like, a lot of that stuff... I countries do that, but yeah. A lot of that stuff isn't pretty, bro. You don't want to be on the receiving end of that, bro. I've seen what it's like. Like, like what do you do as a child when, like, your mom is crying because she doesn't know where she's going to get her next bill. Like, where she's going to get... How she's going to get through, like, the next month. or It's not cool, okay? It is not and cool. This, and this is what I think we're going to probably talk for, for, like, the rest of the year for, like, the Biden administration when it's either they're going to focus on raising the $15 um, or are they going to remove student debt? Because I think that would be huge to the economy. Oh, yeah, facts. Moving this extra bill that people are paying just to get a good job, and that job is paying you, like, uh, you know, $20 an hour. And that's how it is. I, I still tell people, it's like, my last, like, we went to your college oh, out of all colleges. Yeah, so we'll be, happy. So happy and, I don't have any debt. So yeah. happy. You know, we paid $6,000 a year. Right. I was out in five. You were out in, like, four and a half. We're, we're, we're done. No, I was out in five. I started 2012. I was out in five, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. you, you're four and a half. Yeah, you're good four point. Because you left in the spring. I left in the, in the, in the, in the winter. Right. Oh yeah, I technically I technically did leave in spring, but technically I was still there because I had to do internship. So my internship was here. So I would go. Oh, in. okay. Yeah. So so, so that was my fine. one class, and then I would go in to do Black Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That was a that was a good time. I feel, but freshman but, year is always the best. Yeah. That was still so. like prime year because. I don't know if I told you this, but my stepmom used to go there too, and think I think she was in her senior year, so I didn't. So she like she had her car or whatever. So like after class, like we would just go home in the whip, and then oh, I think I had like Mondays off. Like this was my first ever like time where I get to pick a schedule. It was beautiful. I had a Monday off, uh, and it it wasn't as serious yet. Like I didn't have to think of a major yet. Like all you're yeah. doing is the gen ed classes. Everyone is on the equal same playing field as you. And yeah, the classes were fun. Freshman so, year yeah. of college was fun. <laughs> Before we get into the next song, um, the one thing I do enjoy about our experience there is like we could make our own schedule. Like we do have to meet someone just to look at it, but we yeah. didn't have to listen to anything they said. 
and we could still made our own schedule because other schools not only do you have to listen to what they say they they press enter and they put the classes for you wait hold up you so, have to meet someone huh yeah, well my section because it was business and it's constantly changing we mm. they had to meet so they know like which one you're you're targeting oh i didn't because have to do that my curriculum changed maybe three times in the five years so my so when i graduated i was still on the first i was on uh the 2012 curriculum yeah i was on, i was still on the 2012 uh curriculum too i was on the I, it was like a pink sheet so i was still a pink sheet dude I yeah, think we were the last of them. It's like, oh, you're going to do this? Like, no, I'm not ah. taking any of these garbage classes. Right. I'm going to get these, like, three uh, writing intensive classes and just end my career here. Oh, <laughs> man. The writing intensive, I thought the writing intensives were going to be the worst, but it actually turned out to be some of the best classes ever. I actually hate that I was a coward taking them for three years. In my senior year, I'm taking all of them. At once? Freshman. Yeah, at oh, once. I took, I think. You're nuts. One whole year, I took seven writing intensive courses. You are was, nuts. It made me a better writer. Like, if okay. I didn't take those those classes, writing emails for my job would have been a pain. I wouldn't know how to, like, just form a sentence. But let's get into the next song oh, sure, before we fine. get to the next topic. So, okay. Uh, this is going to be uh, Thun- uh, Thundercat, Steve, uh, Steve Lacey, yes. Steve Iron Gun, mm-hmm. Black Walls. From the album yeah. It Is What It Is that it came is out is. last year. And... I think what it was like what number sixteen on our on my top albums 20. of the uh, of the year. Yeah, I yeah. think so. All right, Black Walls, Thundercat. We'll be right back. You tune into Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. That was Thundercat with Black Qualls off of the album that came out in 2020. It is what it is. Big up to all the people still tuning in to us live on 99.5 FM, WBAI New York. And thank you for sticking around for all the podcast listeners tuning in from Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Pandora, Powdermatic. Um, Big up to... Um, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, one of our major markets on the Podomatic app. We thank you so much for the love. And for all you new YouTubers out there, that's right, I'm looking at you. Please drop a like or, or should I say smash that like button, leave a comment, hit that bell notifications for like new episodes or whatever. And what else do YouTubers say, Bastion? Be sure to subscribe, Oh, yeah. That's, you said everything. I you said, said everything. everything. All right. It, sick. It's pretty much five seconds and enthusiasm. And yeah. that's it. Yeah, man. Do that once every 30 minutes. <laughs> Why do we always have to smash the like button? Why can't you just click the like button? Like every no, you YouTuber, just, it's just, smash it's like one of those that terminal, like button. It's, it's all this terminology, right? You're just giving them the, the call to action. That's so right. Any word, smash, touch, tap, I need that. You mm. give them that quick call to action if they haven't done it already to just do it right now, especially exactly. for like an episode, two episodes in. But be sure if you have um, Apple Podcasts to go to our show, leave a comment, give us a rating. Yeah, you know, I think give us some a, five stars because I remember like five yeah. years ago, some dude gave us one star and said it sucked, which probably he was right in the in the in the beginning. He probably was right. You know, yeah, 2014. I think those episodes were whack. Yeah, those episodes are horrible. Do you ever go back and listen to them? They suck. I have uh, I think I have eight episodes that we never once uploaded. Mm. Uh, I think in total we probably have maybe more than thirty episodes that we never uploaded. Yeah, um, I agree. I went back to those and those were pretty good, but those were thirty minutes long, and maybe sixteen minutes is good, and the rest was messed up because we had too many guests back then. Oh man, we did. We had like what five people on. What were we thinking? What was I thinking? No, that's good. It was good. We it was a learning thing. It's like now we knew how to bring guests in, how to keep them coming if they create like good content, they work with the flow. Mm. If not, just say, "Hey, you know, we'll invite you when your expertise is needed in the future." Oh, and, and please, if you are someone who would like to send over some music and stuff, please hit us up on our email blackseinfeldny@gmail.com. We do look at your emails. We do see and listen to the music. Just want to let you know. And I'll say this again, and I'll be very honest. If we don't play it, it means I do not like it. Or Bastion does not like it. Or we both don't like it. it we don't start responding to everything. I think we should just respond to every single email we get now. Yeah, like, I'll let you do that. Us, you could be the bad guy on that one. Send us an email. A lot of South Africa. Shout out to South Africa, though, man. We really rock with y'all, South Africa. Just give us some Afro beats, please. Yeah, don't make American music. Yeah, don't do that, man. Give give me some Afro beat, man. Give me some Burner Boy or or WizKid or something like that. We're not trying to do a melting pot. Trying to do a salad bowl. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. A nice mixture. Chicken salad. Um, Before we get out of the politics, because I think we did. I think we might just do a whole episode of politics. Yeah. One last thing. President Trump has discussed starting his own political party and calling it the Patriot Party. Hmm. Wasn't it called the Patriot Tea Party? 
or it's called a tea party. I thought I thought the tea party was actually like a thing already. Yeah, it is. But is it called Patriot Tea Party or Tea Party? Mm. The Tea Party. Patriot Tea Party sounds better. Yeah, but like, I don't know if they're. I think they were just testing to see if a Patriot was a good word for it. I don't think it is. I think they're going yeah, to change not. it up. They have to change it up. They have to it, change it, up Patriot because. It's too uh, Civil War y. Ugh, yeah. It is too Civil War y. And. How long are we gonna wait for uh this um Trump network to come out? I think he has to try and like beat the case first. Beat the case. Which if anything, if this would be a rebrand, because it will be a more professional version of whatever the last four years were. Uh uh, no way. He's gonna take Tucker Carlson with him, Sean Hannity, Tommy Lauren. Th- th- those are the professionals because no, they know they what they're doing. Radical professionals radical professionals they they know how to uh if this is your first time listening they know how to kind of bring you in with the soupy details exactly once it gets into your brain and melts everything chris wallace ain't going with him bro like that's that's a no-go that's not happening do you think it's for the check or is it for the clout both Both. i think think they won't pay them i think they're gonna offer them like if if people in fox is making more than 10 million I don't think Mr. 45 will have anything. I think he'll probably get them like maybe 500,000. No way. This way. That's what I think. I, I, I don't think. I don't think they I don't would think take people that. will tune in. I think he oh, might. Oh, no. Do not assume that people will tune in. They will definitely tune in. Are you nuts? Because people, some people don't even trust the news nowadays. They don't even. Some people don't even rock with Fox like that. You feel me? Even like those radical rights, they don't really rock with Fox like that. They think Fox is like turning, turning a bit left. If you think about it, to like them at CNN least. And then radical left. Right, right. They feel like Fox is flipping. So like, what's what's that one? Um, what's that radical one site? Communist. What's that one site they use? Like, QAnon or something? Yeah. Yeah. So something like that, like they'll tune into that sort of stuff or just go on YouTube or whatever to, to get their stuff, the blaze or whatever the crap it's called. Yeah. There's a lot of Republican outlets challenging, man. Dark days coming. Yeah, bro. But let's get out of that stuff, man. Let's talk about like music and, and all that stuff. Some, some albums came out. I don't think I've discussed it with you at all, but you know, I've been, Still listening to music. Have you listened to anything new recently before I get into some stuff? Yeah, I checked out some of the newer albums just to see, like, artists I've never heard of. Mm. Just like to who? see how it sounds. Oh, I, I had to quickly look on my phone. All right. Well, while check. you're looking, um, I want to talk about the new Nick Caution album that came out. I don't know if you listened to it anywhere but here. Nick Caution, uh, one of the members of the supergroup Pro Era they recent or or a uh, yeah pro era which um back in 2019 they dropped the beast coast album which in my opinion was a super letdown i thought it was going to be some like super wu-tang type of what, what's the artist called again well what's the name of the album oh anywhere but here nick caution okay. uh, yeah so uh nick caution one of the members of the whole pro era thing uh, they dropped an album back back in 2019 called Beast Coast, or yeah, I think it was called Beast Coast. And 
I think for us, it was a super letdown because we were expecting not so much lyrical miracle raps, but like something that that was more cohesive. Um, I think our criticisms of that album was it felt like each member was recording uh, separately. So they all just sent in their vocals. I'm going to say something. Um, I heard this album. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, I what listened are your thoughts? to it. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, same. Me neither. I think the second uh. half is a lot better. I think the features are a lot better. I just don't like Nick. Like, all right. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like Nick Caution like that. He sounds very 2013. Yeah. Learning how to rap style. Yeah, I think the, the features on here do a lot better job than him. We're boring instrumentals. Yeah, Joey. Joey did better. Denzel Curry killed it. Um, Product of my environment. Eric, the architect and Coda, the, the friend was a lot better. Uh, CJ Fly on Things Could Be Worse killed him. Um, yeah, I just think these this album isn't that great. I think he's very lyrical, miracle on it. And I think in certain tracks, he he, he sort of sounds J. Cole-ish to me in a way. I don't know if you picked that up at all. Um, but I also thought... No, like- I think that's why I implemented for 2013. It's just this... Mm. When you're learning how to rap, you have you in the beginning you need to follow someone else's style just mm-hmm. so you could get the flow and timing right. Then later on you you know, you project yourself into it. Mm-hmm. That's what it's it sounds like he hasn't projected himself yet. It's like pro yeah. hour maybe they taught him how to rap or tell, told him how to like kind of perfect his rap. Yeah. But he hasn't projected himself in it. I think the the one of the major issues I have with the um album, I feel like he's rapping and preaching at me instead of talking to me. Cause you know, cause he does the whole uh, mumble rap thing, where he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, mumble rap is is what's in. It's cool. Y'all don't want to hear bars or lyrics." And I'm just like, "Dude, Joey Badass literally just dropped a song today, and it sounds dope as hell. It's not. It's not because it, mumble rap is not the problem. Basically, it's not the problem. It's not the issue here. Um, not the issue, bro. But yeah, I was I was very disappointed." Because, you know, I, I like I like Pro Era. I like the collective of Pro Era. I like Joey Badass. Um, I still, I'm still holding on to the zombies. CJ Fly is dope. Joey's awesome. Uh, yeah, I think two. the zombies has a James Blake project that they're cooking up. Yeah. I don't know if it's finished or they're, they're just waiting on it. So, like, yeah, I, I wasn't a, a fan of Anywhere But Here, Nick Caution. There's a couple of good tracks, though. Like I said, How You Live with uh, Joey Badass is pretty all right. Uh, Bad Day with... Denzel Curry is one of the best ones out of the best out of this uh, track. It's only 30 minutes long, too, so it's it's an easy in and out. But I don't think there it's much replayability throughout the whole album. You could just pick like one or two tracks, two tracks max. Interesting. I actually do have a good album that I was listening to. Well, artist I never heard of. Um, okay. I think he just has singles. And this is his first album. It's called when the black hand touches you by oh, luca luca yeah it's a very bright orange cover album and so i European? can say this guy is bar for bar oh he's a rapper named luca yeah a rapper named luca and he he's european bar for or bar. something hmm? is he european no i think he's from here oh i never met a black dude named luca before that's different all right all right probably not his real name yeah but of course. um yeah bar for bar Everything went hard. I think my favorite song on the album is called Black Coffin. I heard it a couple of times, just, you know, just tuning in. And he, it's one of those things when you're trying out new artists. I think the first three, four tracks, 
kind of have to reel you in or you just get bored and just leave to another. Mm-hmm. But for him, he was able to just give you bar for bar. Sometimes the instrumental would be a little bit low, so his vocals would really hit you. Mm. And he's not lyrical miracle. Like, he was really going off. And I was like, oh, okay. And I ended up listening to the album a couple of times. Like, this guy is pretty good. So I, I definitely saved the album. I do recommend checking out. So When the Black Hand Touches You by Luca. It's a 45-minute album. Um, it's very, very bar is heavy. So if you're into that, I think this is, I definitely recommend this album for you. All right, ladies. Let me talk about the ladies real quick because Ash Nico, I don't know if you're familiar with Ash Nico, Bastion. Are no. you? All right, so no. Ash Nico, uh, she, she got hot last year because she came out with the song Stupid Stupid. And she recently dropped a new project called Demi Devil. Got some interesting collabs here. She has one with uh, Khalees called Deal With It. Um, Slumber Party with Princess Nokia. And Cry featuring Grimes. Your girl Grimes is on this project. Hey, hey. And Ashley has an interesting style because it's it's very, it's very much a hodgepodge of like things she grew up with. So... At one point, it's very poppy, but also there's a lot of trap influence and, and rap sounds to it. But also, the beats on this thing is crazy. Like, I don't know who does the drums, but, like, the beats are very timbo. It's very Timbaland to me. But, like, you can tell, like, there's a, like there's this big Timbaland influence, but it's also poppy, yet rocky, yet this rap in it like the beats are insane like the sound of it is cool as hell ash nico sounds pretty okay i'm not gonna lie like it's it's not a great album like i feel like it's better than the goddamn nick caution album i feel like it's 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 night and day compared to nick caution because you know as we said it was very lyrical miracle but ash nico it was like freaking what it's like ADHD in an album, basically. Did she do some covers in the album? Oh yeah, she actually covered freaking Avril Lavigne, Skater yeah, okay. Boy. See, I was gonna say that because <laughs> I'm on title. You could see pretty much the credits. Yeah, and I see that they gave Later Avril Boy. Lavigne um, writing credits for Later Boy because she Later started Boy. off. She was the Skater Boy. She says the Later Boy. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, it's 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 very wild. Like she she definitely has her influences and she wears them on her sleeves. So it'll be very Avril Lavigne at one point. And did mixed... she do a a, a NERD one too as well on this With album? Khalees? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I hate you so much right now. I hate. So she you. sampled it. It's yeah. not really Khalees. Well, I mean, it says featuring Khalees, but it's so not. It may not be. Or maybe Khalees lended her vocals because later boy doesn't say later boy featuring this is funny well um, this is me looking from the outside while listening to it and i could see so much of it yeah it's just the credits by itself right but um you're talking about the drummer the drummer is called slinger slinger yeah okay yeah because it it sounds very timbaland but those beats are crazy the drums are nuts like the beats alone make this album like a must listen but it's not it's not 070 shake worthy yet like i like her ideas i like where she's headed i like her woman empowerment i like her i hate men sort of stuff i get it it's cool i like it but it's not there yet you feel me it's like a solid five for me five six solid 
I could say that because there's so many mixers for the album. There's so many engineers. It's like maybe it's 10 tracks, 25 minutes, 10 different engineers. So mm. maybe she finds one to just kind of clean the whole thing up. Yeah. But I'll check it out. Sounds check like it an out. Interesting album. It's, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. That's tight. But um, in, in total, like, new music I want to talk about, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it I've been it listening to too. old music because what I'm doing nowadays is making playlists. And this is a very old artist. Not old, but this album came out in uh, 20, uh, 2018 mm. called Devotion by Firza. I've been listening to that nonstop for a while now. This tracks are pretty on point. I might play it in the next, next episode. Sure, yeah, a couple absolutely. Tracks in there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of fun listening to old jams. But she hasn't made music in a long time. I check out the the fan base, and they said like they're just waiting for something new. Right. So, well, yeah. I I totally we'll check out new old albums. I totally understand how you feel because every year I start a new playlist of you know out songs that come out in the year. So whenever I like, I want to go back to 2017. I already have the playlist for it. Um, I don't know. I might sw- I might even go further in depth and start breaking up songs that match with the season. So like now that it's really cold, I might have it. I might have a playlist that's heavy into like some dark R and B type of vibes, like a, like a Bryson Tiller sort of vibe, or you know if you want to go into like to like rap, maybe something like Rick Ross. Like I don't know what it is with Rick Ross in like winter. Like I don't know. I just feel like it just goes hand in hand to me at least. Or like maybe like um Big Sean's Dark Sky Paradise. Dark Sky Paradise. Mm-hmm. And then when that's, it's summertime. That's a good album. Yeah, I agree. Oh, no, I liked I Decided. I thought I Decided was his best project. Easily. Sleep. Um, but Or when it's summertime, I like playing uh, Flower Boy by Tyler, Control by SZA. You know, that sort of vibe. That's what I do. I got you. So, versus battle. First things first. Ashanti's been ducking Keisha Cole. I'm saying wait, it wait, here. Wait, wait, hold on. You said you like I Decided. That's his worst project ever. No. Like Sean, that was a complete garbage. I Decided was not his worst song. That's his literally his worst. This is the album that no. made me almost stop being a Big Sean fan. The worst Big Sean album was his first one. No, I thought that was good because nah, uh, in the era that it's in, because you could only listen to that album in the era it came out in. You could not listen to they, It Doesn't Age Well, but nothing from that era did. That's the not true. The came out in, it fit. And it was like a decent 6.5. Finally right? Famous came out, what, 2011, 2012, right? Yeah, dude. Every Listen to everything around that album, right? The only thing that aged like 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 wine was probably Wiz Khalifa music. But what about Good Kid, Mad City? Era, huh? What about Good Kid, Mad City? That wasn't in the same category. That was hip-hop, but it wasn't in the same hip-hop. We're talking about like the super-duper rap. Kendrick's not super duper rap? Absolutely not. This guy was spinning. What? Get out of here. He was telling stories. What do you say? What? Do, all right. What do you think is super? What do we define as super duper rap? Uh, talking about Big Sean, 2011, right? Yes. Yeah. So anything from backpack rap from 2007, and it kind of died out by 2013 because Rocky came. Wait, hold up. So, hold up. Excuse me. Big Sean is backpack rap. He started as a backpack rapper. Okay, okay. Kendrick is not backpack rap. Nah, not by then. Not by Good Kid Mad What? Nah, Come on, Bash. No. I wouldn't say no so. No way. He, he didn't fit. 
he it looked like he was the poster fit in that category, but he was telling too many stories that was like real deep in the hood. I I, I want to consider it backpack rap. Backpack rap was like non hood essentials. That's the way I would describe it. Anybody from that era would describe it the same way. Okay, okay, fine, all right, okay. But it's not better than I decided. No way. No way. I decided. I didn't this... say that. They're both two bad albums, but. I decided yeah. this is best one. But Easily. it was like, this is up to date. This is like now, he's a major superstar. Mm -hmm. This is your third. This is your third album? Second album, I decided. No, it was his third. Third album. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. His first one was is... like Finally Famous. Second one was Dark Sky Paradise. Third one was I Decided. And that's, yeah. Yeah. Because that's when I thought it's like, yo. Okay, sure. Or wait, didn't he drop something in like 2013? The Control thing? Control? What was that album when he dropped Control? Control was a single. Okay. Because I swear, it was like it was like a background, like a it was like greenish, bluish background. Am I okay. tweaking here? No, you're fine. Yeah. The, that's um. Hall of Fame. Yeah, that see, was a bad album. Forgettable. Exactly. Stop doing that. Don't do that. You know to what? Big I Sean. think I'm crossing over my Big Sean. I think that's the album I dislike the most. All Hall, right then. Um, Hall of Fame. There we go. His first album was perfect for the era came in. Yeah, he got so he got some like bangers on that, but Hall of Fame not so much. Not so there much. This let's, let's talk about uh, versus? versus the okay. mess that it became. Yeah. Uh, due to Ashanti, I might add. Because I feel like every week we've been talking and building up to this battle. It was supposed to happen since 2020, but it hasn't. And in its place was Too Short and E-40 because Ashanti got the vid. And then it was supposed to be rescheduled for, I believe, last week on the 15th, I believe, or 16th. But then that got canceled. And now it's been rescheduled for the 21st, which is when we are recording it and this is the final date it's going to be happening later on and i will be honest with you bastion i no longer care about this battle because of the, just many the, people many because of the many setbacks i don't care anymore and i will just say this now i've been rooting for ashanti for the longest right but now i actually question question and, and wonder to myself has ashanti just been ducking keisha cole now Maybe she has a lot of things going on. Which you should have it really during the pandemic, but because she was traveling. She exactly. She different countries she, in one she, week. She went to like Kenya one day and then she kept traveling. She should have just stayed her ass at home and then we wouldn't have this. But well, some, some artists is ready, are ready. I think um, Keisha, uh, Keisha Cole is ready. She been ready. Been she's ready. ready. Because you have to, this is funny that you brought it up because mm -hmm. when Versus started, and my favorite battle was DJ, Premier, oh, and, and RZA. RZA right. right. And you could tell these guys, like, one, they know how to perform at home. And two, they were ready. They were cool with it. It's like you kind of have to find those type of people, like people that are already entertainers. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and I think they are entertainers, but can they entertain at home? Are they like the, the, you know, the pastor that's on Facebook that could do it live? Right. Like, can't. Can they do that? Because mm -hmm. that in itself is different. That's a different art. Are they? Can they be like D Nice? Can they be yeah. like Harden and Harry? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but because I think recording on the internet, something mm -hmm. else. And I agree with you, Bastion, because 
when this first initially started, you know, Versus came out with the statement saying, you know, we're going to go back to doing the remote um, battles for a while. And initially, that's why it was cool, because, you know, we were all dealing with this global pandemic issue. So all we needed was each other's phones and just get started and just keep playing music. But I feel like once money got involved, which, you know, the sponsors with Apple Music and, and freaking Ciroc came into play and all that stuff. And I think due to the success, once again, of the Caribbeans, bullets, 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 bullet of Bounty Kill and Beanie Men, that's when Versus went into that whole new direction of um, having each artist in the same building, in the same room, um, HD on Apple, on Apple Music, and... While I'm not going to lie, like I enjoyed the aesthetic. I enjoyed watching it on, on Apple Music. I enjoyed watching it in HD and all that stuff. Sometimes I feel like what got it hot, you know, the simplicity of it. I feel like sometimes it, it, it should stay, especially during like a pandemic. You know, once the pandemic's over, then you can, we can worry about like, you know, taking it to the next level. But like for the time being, just having the phone there is 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 as good as we we really need it to be you know and even you know the first clash with um beanie man and um bounty killer like they just used their phone they weren't using apple music yet it wasn't hd thing yet you feel me it was just a phone i think that's all we really need i don't think we need all the fancy fancy stuff yet like just just go back to the basics you understand me i don't know what's your take uh yeah, if they went back to the basics, it would have been easier for everybody. They could right. have done more shows, but the need to make money, also the Apple Music thing, as uh you 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 yourself are Apple Music user. Yeah, because I got it for free though. Oh okay, so you barely use it as your yeah. main. Yeah, but it's there. Oh. I use it for like. That's how I feel about YouTube Music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Because um, I was really happy to get Apple Music when. Nicki Minaj was still doing her Queen Radio stuff because she was just, like, wilding the hell out every episode. So that was, like, the main reason I was happy to have it. And but last then, time I had it was for Blonde Radio. Right, Frank right. Ocean. Oh, snap. Was, Frank you know, Ocean's album is every, there. I can listen episode. to it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It, Blonde is on every platform. No, no. I'm talking about the other one. I think Endless, right? Uh, yeah, I have it on vinyl, so I guess mm -hmm. I have the HD version right. of it. Um, but yeah, if I, if they could go back to the old fashioned, right, their old fashioned way of doing things, I think they could get more artists into doing it. Mm -hmm. I think it's weird, but I feel like if they did a different avenue like Twitch, I think they will got a lot more support than Apple Music. But I think the Apple Music contract is probably much bigger. Yeah, it's definitely a lot bigger. Um, they've been teasing a lot of new draws a lot of new versus battles that you hear from swizz's mouth you hear from timbaland's manager's mouth but like nothing has really been set up yet and i remember you know swiss said and i told you this that they're doing they're trying to do the outcast versus tribe called quest and now the latest one that we've heard from timbaland's manager is that they're working on getting future versus travis scott battle and one i was excited for this um i think we could have done better with young thug 
versus Future. I think that would be that would be a bit more solid. But if they want to go the Travis Scott route, that's fine. But I wanted to read the reaction of the crowd. I wanted to read the room. And for the most part, like everyone is saying, well, the majority is saying, even LaFlame fans are saying that Future is going to get Travis up out of here. And I think by saying Future is going to get Trav up out of here, I don't think it's fair to Trav. Like, we, we got to not act like Trav don't got slaps. Trav got slaps for days. I think so, too, as a big LaFlame fan, uh, Mr. Corporate Scott even though he went that direction I, I actually am a huge fan i do remember when he first came out with his mixtape al faro mm-hmm. and i saw him at fool's gold lot perform he was he was intense and to say that future is gonna like whip him it could be true only because i think there's a lot of of future not sleepers like it didn't go to the chart but there's a lot mm-hmm. of hits that didn't chart that people know right. by my heart so if they perform in the club, there's somebody around you with any bottle that's spitting word for word because they know the future song. I personally don't care for future music. Mm-hmm. I you listen to all the you know, DS2, you listen to all those albums and like they all sound either maybe like three songs or fire off of that and put it on repeat. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. Travis right. Scott, I think, you know, like I said, Astro World's probably my favorite album out of him. Yeah. You can give her a near almost perfect ten. Because it's just it's a, it's an album full of experiments. He's going all over the place. He give you a little everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but that yeah, if if people are saying, in my opinion, I feel like he's leaking it so he can see the crowd react. They might just like scrap the whole thing. I don't think mm. it's going to happen anymore. Mm. Just because how harsh the, the the internet reacted towards it. Yeah, I was surprised at how harsh the internet reacted to it. So you know what I thought was like, yo, do do like. Black people not really rock with Travis Scott like that or something? Am I missing? No, I think they do. Am I missing I think, something here? No, no, I think they do. I know people that will have conversations because, like, right now the two major, three major, like, Travis Scott albums, which is Before the Rodeo mixtape, mm-hmm. Rodeo, yep. and Astroworld. Yes. Everything else is just whatever. Yeah, we don't mention 2016. Yeah, but... Uh, oh, Birds in the Trap. Birds yeah, in the Trap, yeah, yeah. yeah. But those are, like, the three, I could say, like, the top... Uh, Travis Scott album, right? One hundred percent. Like talk about like which one is better. It all depends on you. Yeah. If you like, I say Rodeo that, for me personally. Rodeo's, I still think is uh, it's high up there yeah. next to Man of the Moon for me, where it's like you mm. can't remove it off the top. You're mm. like it will always be the best no matter what, yeah. just because of how it came out. Um, but if you want to, if they're just trying to do some like ex- user experience research just to see the crowd. I think they should just look at it and say, okay, we're no longer doing Travis in future. We should save, we should save Travis for somebody else. Mm. I don't know for who. Don't you dare say Rocky. No, I feel like if they were to use ASAP Rocky, they might pair him with someone he knows. Tyler? Right. That would be too easy. I don't think they will want to do it. Yeah. I don't think they will want to do I it. I don't see Tyler being in the verses. Yeah. Uh, ASAP Rocky, it can't really of his parallel yeah i can't either because you know rocky rocky's style has changed up so much you know from from long live asap and live long asap you know he's he's breaking out and he's doing his own thing for the love of it you know did drake ever do one hell no drake has never done one but who does drake go up against they don't like each other (laughs) no no they they do they they 
There's a respect there. There's there's respect. There's a respect level there. But But remember, if you want a high juggernaut with another high juggernaut, I think those two are the ones that will make the most sense. And I totally agree. But let's not forget, make a right, cut the lights. They think it's sweet and it's on sites. Check over stripes. That's what we like. Yes, that's what we like. Lost my respect. You're not a threat. When I shoot my shot, it's wetty like I'm Sheck. Yeah, this is Drake saying it. Yes, this is Drake saying this. This is so it's like the out boy. the window already. This is so the it's boy. Like out the window. This if is it was the... someone, if someone else said that, Pusha T said that, I believe it. But Drake said it. You know, throw him a check and he will do it. He'll do anything. So. How much? How much Drake got to get paid? Drake is not getting paid. <laughs> he'll, do, he'll use the promo. All right, fine. The lover boy, which got pushed. But, um, yeah, like I said, I don't think this Trap Future thing is going to happen just because of how the audience reacted to it. Mm. Okay. Too, too harshly on Future. I think what you said was right. I think maybe someone like Young Thug would be a better bet. Yeah. Young Thug versus Future would be tight. Maybe Trav could versus the Migos or something. Hmm. Trav versus the Migos. Huh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind. That Did Ray Shrimmer ever do this? No, too? Ray Shrimmer has not done it. So what, Ray Shrimmer versus Migos? I think that's one, too obvious, and two, Migos will dust Ray Shrimmer. Uh, absolutely not. Ray Shrimmer will dust Migos. No way. Yeah, Ray Shrimmer got hits for days. I know Ray Shrimmer has hits for days, but the biggest they have is is Black Beatles. Easily no, Black Beatles. the biggest Beatles. they have is the, the one that was on Spider-Man. Sunflower. Nah, that's not well. Are we we can do that then? Because that's not Ray Shrimmer. That's just um, what's his face? It's it's, it's uh, Sway Lee. Sway Lee. Yeah. So duh, he's gonna do that. Of course, it's Ray Shrimmer. Of course. So 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 it's we not can play... your song, but it's still you. Yes, of course you could do it. So he could play Unforgettable and all that then. Yes. Okay, if we going down that route, then Only Migos is go. owning that then. If we're going down that route, because that means. Offset gets to play Taste with, with friggin' Tyga. He gets to... Qua- friggin' Quavo gets to play... Offset gets to play Ric Flair Drip with 21 Savage. He gets to play all that stuff if we're gonna go down that route. Dude, Sway Lee alone could, could whip them. No, he will not. No way. Sway Lee alone. There is no way, dude. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I'm sorry I, to say, but Migos <laughs> talk their, to their fan base. They they know when the drop happened. If you play early Migos only, oh, I, I think they could do well. But they want they're not only playing the early stuff only. They're not. They're gonna play um, culture some stuff from Culture Two. They still got some slaps from Culture Two, but you know, yes, they do. Don't they're do that. Play Stir Fry a thousand times. They're so. gonna play Stir Fry a thousand times. And the only reason I like that, I ended up liking that song, is because of the Apple commercial. <laughs> oh, the um, the freaking emojis. Yeah, I actually used. I haven't used that thing at all. The the freaking face talking emoji thing. I haven't used it like at no, all. No, because we're not there yet. And I think in five years we'll be there. Learn mm-hmm. VR, baby. VR. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to like hologram, holographic messages, like some. Leia warning Obi-Wan Kenobi and asking for help type of vibe. Oh, with the overlay in your glasses? Yeah, that'd be tight. I'm waiting for that day. It, it could happen. They they have the design part ready for it. It's just uh, 
how much technology can a small object hold before running out of battery? I think it actually, it probably exists now with the military. Because, like, military always has the most, like, technologically advanced stuff first. Like, the military had the computer first. Yeah, but it's, it's a bit different. Because people always say that about the military training for PTSD. But it's hmm. like, the graphics aren't, I want to say it's there, but it's still virtual reality. And it still does give a sense of realism and sound and feel. Yeah. But it's not like where it's perfected to the point that you could sell it. I think like mm. Facebook and Oculus, Facebook, o- Facebook, Oculus. Um, that's pretty much where the range is right now. Hey, if you go on Facebook or VR, that's where everything is. That's okay. top stuff. Well, Bastian, this has been a fun episode. And I'd like to ask you one question before we depart with the final song. Uh, let's say 50 years from now, right? We're going to be in our 70s. Um, let's say hypothetically you have grandchildren. What are you going to try to explain to your grandchildren about the Trump era that we have all been a, a witness to and experienced these past four years? What would you try to tell them? If you could wrap it up in like one sentence or like a word or, you know, give them like an overall synopsis, what would you tell them? No matter what TV show, movie, book, Whatever content that you had to have a couple writers in the room to create, they could never come up with the story of Donald Trump. <laughs> That's very poetic, man. And on that note, we'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. We'll be right back here again from midnight to 2 in the morning here on 99.5 FM, WBAI New York. Thank you all so much for tuning in on the podcast. And Bastion, where are we going to go out to? We're going to go out to some nice, smooth Erica Badu that you know. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Take care, and may the force be with you. Mm-hmm.